I had a guy call and ask if I would do a Prince Albert one time. Oh, at Claire's uh, and at Claire's. Yeah, those are small stores. It's not like there's a back room, really. For the uh, Prince Albert's not like a modesty piercing. You're not no. going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, I didn't skip a beat. He was like, oh, yeah, I was wondering if you guys would do a Prince Albert. And he didn't realize that he was talking to a 19 year old smart ass. And so I was like, mm. yeah. And he was like, yeah, dude. Wait, seriously? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I have a safety pin in a back room. When are you coming in? And he was like, oh, I didn't. I was like, when? I got time. When are you coming in? (laughs) I'll blast a hole right through that peener. Exactly. Dude, I'll make you a little scope so you can see where you piss. Exactly. Yeah, it was like, I'm putting a mirror bottom in your dick. (laughs) I said mirror bottom, but I meant glass bottom like a boat. So you can see the fish underneath your dick. (laughs) Sorry. The phrase, the the fish fish underneath underneath your dick. (laughs) Did you ever know that you're my hero? (laughs) You invited me here. It's not too late to pull the plug, boys. (laughs) But it's going to be in um, three, two, one. No, it's the theme song. (laughs) Long ago in a distant land. Hey everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. We are an adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. What a fun, what a fun way to do you know, tell people we're here. Um, <laughs> what, just by saying our names? That was fun. What a fun I, new idea. <laughs> I just am I'm just happy as a clam to be here with and everybody because with the three boys that said hi and it was fun, already accounted for. Yeah, uh, we've let established me, that. <laughs> let, me, let me introduce everybody to the fourth clam in this clam bake, Amalia Larson, everybody. Hello, boys. <laughs> Hi, Amalia. I'm happy to be here with you again. I'm She's... just happy as a clam at a clam bake. <laughs> She's the most fun clam. <laughs> I'm the funnest. Cl- I am the funnest clam. I am the proverbial Garcon, your funnest clam. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone... <laughs> I'm putting it on my business card. Coming out of our <laughs> shell and we're doing just fine. Oh. <laughs> I, I hate what we do here. This, I this don't. <laughs> you know Amalia. what, Andy? You can just this, go. This a- Andy hates themes. He he leads a secret crusade to have a week with no theme every no. week. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I try. He's the worst I step up, clam. I he's step the up nastiest to the plate. clam at the bake. Garcon, you're nastiest clam, please. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been working on clam lyrics for Mr. Brightside, uh, so I've, I've put together the entirety of Mr. Brightside with clam lyrics. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, you tell oh, me no, yeah. I live Maybe. at the Bam. bottom of the sea because oh. I'm just a bivalve. <laughs> I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Clamside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel left out. <laughs> But you don't uh, like the killers? Sh- fucking, what are you doing? 
I guess. Is that the band that I don't like? I wouldn't even know. Is it? Is it from? So they're like a good band. Wow. Wow. All right. I'm, well, Rory. Rory turns out didn't listen to music when he was in high school, and we have a podcast to do. So what are what are we doing? Where? What, well, we what? were just talking about high school. And oh boy! Back I'm in so high glad. School. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> because Amalia, you may remember. In one of our best episodes ever, we did a special <laughs> looking at Beverly Hills Teens. And oh, Beverly Hills Teens! We, we've we never stopped thinking about it. No, I no. haven't either. It's been on my mind, that theme song. Like, there's just been sort of this dull, like... Yeah. Like, in the entire background of my life since we did it. And something make your dreams come true. There aren't that many clams in Beverly Hills. No, but here's the here's the fun thing is that when when we actually when we watched that like two years ago, Rory was out with like I don't know what was it like a boatman's lung. Boatman's lung. Yeah, Rory had boatman's lung at the time. He he was not a part of that episode, and so Rory, you didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. You did not, after the fact, like watch those episodes or anything, right? So this is your like first we time. Said you should. I know <laughs> I listened to the whole show, and I I may have watched an episode, uh, or at least tried to keep up with. I don't know. It's been too long oh, now. Man. Yeah. And the lung was, and the lung was. I'm, and I may have already watched. Yeah, I don't know. Well, regardless, That's the problem with the lung, with the the boatman's lung, <laughs> it gives you yeah. amnesia. Yeah, we've done we've done like 150 episodes since then. It's yeah, it's like kind of wild. It is wild. It's true. So, you guys, uh, I you've done a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. That's all. There's there's no joke. You've just made a lot no. of podcast. <laughs> You're the joke. Yeah, we're the joke. I uh, know. So we really wanted to come back to Beverly Hills Teens, uh, and we knew we wanted to do that. Uh, I had a feeling that uh, just watching Beverly Hills Teens for an arc might be sort of an overload. Um, mm-hmm. And so I wanted to Good pair instinct. it. I wanted to pair it with something and I wanted to find something mm, not similar, but like, you know, we, so we could justify an arc. I don't think we've titled it at this point, the arc. So you'll have to look at the episode title to find out what we actually decided. Well, um, I'm pitching Spaced Out Teens because uh, we are watching Galaxy High also. Mm-hmm. And Spaced Out Teens. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, my idea of the joke is that it's kind of like in Galaxy High, the teens are in space, but then in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills teens, the teens are kind of spacey. They're kind oh, they of spaced are spacey. Out. Oh, they are spaced out. They're primo yeah. to the extremo. All right. Yeah, so, they are so primo then, to the extremo. So this is a this is a fun little game that listeners can play with themselves right now. So all you have to do is go look at your <laughs> phone or whatever, look at the title of the episode, and you'll sort of visually be able to tell how much we like Austin's jokes. Um. Is it there? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Boy, I'd love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the other show we want, we're watching is Galaxy High, which is a show that I've sort of had uh, my, my side eye on for the better part of a year. I really want to make sure we got to it this year, and I'm very I'm very glad we're looking at it now. And uh, so that's a yeah. little package. And we had to make sure we got Amalia back so that we could subject you to more of Beverly Hills. Speak for yourself, little package. Whatever. <laughs> Molly's got a very <laughs> robust package. Uh, I've been I told. Do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yo. I'm, I like these a lot. I'm happy to talk about these. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think we need to just not delay any longer. I mm-hmm. think we need to uh, do a little DRI, which I believe is that means... teen lingo for dive right in. Let's <gasps> dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> you know how teens like abbreviating things. No, I don't have time for all your letters. Everybody get your butter and your garlic and maybe some oh. diced shallots or something and just, <laughs> right, and just I forgot ladle this is the clam on bake. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of, of good sauce on my clam because we're getting ready to open. We've been boiling in the butter. And these, these, these that's the, the, that's how clams work. You, you no, we're doing you it. Can't invite, we're doing you it. Can't invite the listeners to ladle sauce. On no, the it was clam. it was vape cod last time I was here. It's a clam bake this time. Now pass me the mignonette and let's jump the fuck in on this. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to go to Austin's weird orgy clam bake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladle sauce on my clam! <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I'm a Venetian prince. <laughs> you guys, uh, we watched Beverly Hills Teens, episode five. Um, before I give the summary, is there anything else? I mean, please go back. And, and listen to our Beverly Hills, Hills Teens episode. But if you need a little primer, if it's been two years or whatever, uh, essentially the deal with BHT is there a bunch of rich kids. This came out in 1986, I want to say. Uh, or, seven. Or is that 1987? Okay. Yeah, 1986 is Galaxy High. Okay. Um, Same. Yeah. And the network at the time was tired of all of these violent uh undeveloped characters that were bad role models and needed rich characters and when they said yeah, they rich characters, rich characters they meant that's... it <laughs> they, they all have a lot of money and uh and they do and these are all vapid <laughs> vapid horrible characters with no stakes because they have Just everything they want the most the most irresponsibly wealthy teens that you can imagine <laughs> it right. is not right. an adult in sight also, no. no one, no one lives anywhere. Do we ever see anyone's no. house? Kind of, yeah. I no. mean, we kind of see. Well, we, we've, I think we see. There's, we've seen think, them loitering outside a mansion. I think in the episodes that we watched uh, two years ago, I feel like we ended. I feel like there were scenes in Bianca's house with her like weird little manservant. Am I, am I wrong? Yes. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It was uh-huh. when they were doing their like. It was when they were Wilshire. doing uh, aerobics yes. with a yes. live band. Yes. In the ballroom. You're right. Uh-huh. You're right. We have seen the houses. Yeah. I just was mistaken. If 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 this came out to if this came out today somehow, they'd the tagline would be like, they might be the one percent, but they're the fun percent. And <laughs> no. <laughs> that's good. Damn, that's oh, really good. That's gross. You're not wrong. <laughs> so the show has a huge cast, and it is not worth kind of listing out everybody who's in this fucking show. Yeah. Um, but we've got some main characters. We've got um, Lark, who is a lady, and we mm-hmm. have uh, uh, Troy, who is a fella. And mm-hmm. 
they have no real character traits other than they're the least um defined. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're the least hateable, I guess. They are the the blonde ones. Yeah. They're the interchangeable blondes. No character, no crime. Yes. And then we have a bunch of <laughs> variety of quirky other rich people. Um, you know, you've got some like surfer bro and you've got Chester McTech and his problematic adventures. Uh, <laughs> he's, problematic adventures he's a nerd Chester guy. McTech, my God. Yeah. And Bianca Pierce. Wilshire. Pierce. There's who Pierce is, the town narcissist. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. A dangerous narcissist. <laughs> I feel like you, uh, you, you, you said the like surf guy, but you need to make sure that we all know his name is Radley, which is a his name is incre- it's an incredible Radley. name for a surf bum. <laughs> yeah, and he's like a he's a bum too. <laughs> yeah. Like... So it's a it's a whole mess of these ridiculous teen stereotypes. They have way too much money. They all have like future tech somehow that makes no sense. Uh, at one point early in this episode. Uh, Radley flies in on like a flying machine, like a <laughs> helicopter that's also a beach chair. Uh huh. And nobody comments on it. Yeah, no one says a goddamn thing. It's like fucking wild out there in Beverly yeah, Hills. Yeah. Okay. So imagine, imagine if the GI Joes were all just teenagers with irresponsible amounts of cash, <laughs> and they had the same kind of like variety of play places of like, oh yes, the the mountain, the GI Joe mountain base, and the GI Joe mm-hmm. like desert base. But it's all just like teen centers. Except this time it's like the teen club castle. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like public funds. <laughs> Instead of glorifying violence at all, it is glorifying uh, uh, unbridled materialism. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And wealth accumulation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have a stretch limo with a hot tub and an ice cream machine in it. And that's that's important. So you should be up to speed at this point. Um, yeah. So... Here is the synopsis for episode five that we watched, (laughs) Robot Romance. When Chester finds himself without a date to the spring fling dance, he designs his animatronic dream girl to be the escort for the evening. Oh, no. It says says the word escort? Yeah, it uses escort. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because we got to... Friends, we got a sex robot in this episode. <laughs> we, sure got, we got um, a sex robot. We got a sex robot. All right, yeah. somebody go and over to the SMT, the, the little thing on the wall in the SMT headquarters. It says there's been now zero days since our last sex robot. <laughs> <laughs> Roberta. Yeah. Roberta the sex robot. Robot A. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, so we had to watch this one because we, we loved... Um, I feel like it's the it's the thread that we liked the most in the last special that we never really got to explore is the 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 scene in the intro where a robot woman makes sex eyes at uh, at the little Chester boy and like he blushes and it's really awful. Um, And so we there is an episode and we have found it. It's episode five that does that plot. It doesn't look exactly like it does in the intro. But uh, but yeah, we needed to do it because uh, it, it it promised to just be awful, just really awful. And it it was, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say this didn't disappoint. Uh, so, Rory, I, I want to know this. So this is your first time with with Beverly Hills Teens. Uh, you're the only one with a fresh opinion. Uh, uh, what do you what do you got for us? Um, it is it's it's atrocious. It uh, <laughs> it is um, you can see the the charm of something this this terrible something that has just aged so so tremendously poorly that it uh yeah for all of its terrible qualities 
it's fairly enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a reason we're watching it again. Yeah. The phrase that just popped into my head is that you could bounce a quarter off of it, which <laughs> makes no sense, but I feel like it somehow fits with the genre. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's just it's a uh yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it never apologizes for what it's trying to do. And I think there's sort of like a charisma to that. There's that a power is, in it. Is, there's kind of an earnestness. Uh-huh. Like it, has a little, it, it has a little bit of big dick energy. BDE. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's, teams do acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a whiff of being in on the joke. But based on the history of the show, I, I kind of just doubt that there is any self-awareness. But um, the the sort of the awful the alpha alpha man who wants to bang the sex robot oh pierce uh, pierce seems like when when we when we hear pierce's dialogue it seems like they're in on the joke that he's yeah he's awful beyond redemption but mm-hmm. i don't know that they think the other characters are i agree right. yeah right. yeah they yeah. they i think they think the rest of them are pretty cool <laughs> i think that i think that they think that being shallow is bad but the mm. rest of it is like pretty cool like you yeah. said yeah because pierce but, like spends all his time like looking into mirrors and fixing his hair and p- stuff p- like. yeah uh and yes. uh and uh lying re- lying to his to his long-term girlfriend so that he can <laughs> yeah. try to so he can try to fuck a robot <laughs> uh, <laughs> he abandons her he breaks up with her but well, i guess he did the noble thing he didn't cheat on her uh well, i mean uh, yet he didn't get no, the chance I mean, to. No, he didn't do anything noble I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like lying to get out the door without her kind of mm-hmm. counts. Yeah, as... so we're we're dealing with a situation. There's a dance tonight, and uh, it is, you know, it, it's just a dance, but you know, it's it's very important to teens to have dances. And Chester, who is a little like, I don't, does he even go to the high school? Is he did he like advance place into the high school? It's hard to tell That's what's going on. The impression I get, yeah, he's some sort of super nerd. I feel like I remember him being someone's little brother who's he part is of the a, main yeah. cast. He is, true. he is one of the, he is a little brother. I don't think we saw his sister in this episode, but uh, no. But, but it yeah. does seem like he goes to the high school. It yeah. seems like it because there's a line in there. Somebody says, you know, if you you can't bring a girl your age, she'd be she'd still be in diapers, which is yeah. obviously well, just yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a little baby. Well, here, we we should actually drop that clip because it's kind of amazing. It was that any girl your age would have to be back in her crib by six o'clock. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, we hate Pierce, but he says some incredible things. Um, He's got and, some good lines. Yeah, so, you know, they're they're all excited. Uh, Radley, I think, says that... No way would I miss it. This dude is a believer in buggy fever. Yeah. But Hell Chester's yeah. sad. Chester's sad because he doesn't have a date. And so uh, yeah, he, does, he does what any sort of, you know... Weird nerd would do. would do yeah. yeah which is girls were like computers <laughs> I'm he just he just and wishes why that can't he girls could be more code? like computers and i'm the robot king <laughs> <laughs> it was that's there it were... i'll create my own girls yes so mm-hmm. that's the first that's the first like of several lines in a row over this sequence that made me go uh-huh okay uh oh, and like so <laughs> Because he says, like, yeah, I'll create my own girl. And then he goes to his computer at his like, crazy sci-fi lab, and he starts typing things in, like, age 17. Eyes, blue. Hair, Wait, wait, blonde. wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, yeah. Why, oh, why, I was gonna why, say why, why, why oh, does a sex robot need a chronological age? I was going <laughs> to give listeners listeners a chance to guess what 
what hair hair and eye color combination they came up with for their very relatable <laughs> yeah the yeah, hottest girl in school not I'm at all s- uber menchie <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> and then he God, says yeah. uh, this may not benefit mankind but it'll certainly be good for boy kind boy kind <laughs> and, and i don't think I could have jumped more out of my skin when I heard the term boy kind. Because we haven't been talking about it. We don't talk about boy kind enough and how these boys. I feel like we talk about boy kind plenty. When was when was the last time we talked about how little these little boys are just smashing us? We're not talking about it. Yeah. Back in the day, nine-year-olds used to be on fire. The streets used to... <laughs> <laughs> is this what you think the Reagan years were like? Is this what the Reagan years were like? Before these helicopter parents were, <laughs> it, were always checking in on our, our text messages. We needed to come in and we need to talk about boy yeah, kind. Something something's coming up. Something's coming up for boy kind. God. Boy Chester kind. is a, a, such a problem. Can't leave him behind. Yeah. Chester yeah. So, is Chester's is... an early an early episode's Melvin. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. a real map. He's a real Melvin. And so the 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 worst thing that he does, so it's this it's this last sequence. He says, Well, I'll just program her for maximum devotion. <laughs> yep. And he makes sure to program her to reject anyone who's cutting in on the dance. Because yes, the perfect woman will never stray. Exactly. <laughs> these, these women <laughs> always trying She'll to be leave nothing me. but devoted. <laughs> nothing but devoted and then when she is when he goes to test that function and she follows through with being like hey 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 no cut-ins which okay i'm sorry side note uh in the 80s was it fine to just like tap some tap a girl on the shoulder who was dancing with somebody and everything was fine in the 80s everybody was just you know on a coke fueled roller coaster to to, you know excuse me miss Excuse me, miss. You're basically property, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just this. jump in here. Hey, buddy, can yeah. I borrow this? The uh, whole notion oh, of like a, nice a cut in. Oh, I just yeah. Can't. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. But then, but then when she, but then when she says that there are no cut ins, that she won't be cut in. Uh, he refers to her as perfection in the flesh, rather perfection in the polyurethane, which was just so. <laughs> There was something so visceral about that. Like, I, I feel like he has put a lot of thought into texture, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, oh. Like, the writer a... knows exactly what his flashlight is made out of. Uh-huh. Yeah, God, exactly. He... Yeah. This, yeah. This little piece of shit is such a fucking incel, and I cannot deal with it. I Seriously. I can't. And she's so... an animatronic real doll, and she's more interesting than any of the living characters in the show. <laughs> yeah, because he, he programmed a robot to do nothing but, you know... Uh, be devoted to him, him. compliment him, and uh, he still loses her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Females. Females, what can I say? Oh no. I did want to mention there is a scene that happens in between the the, the creation of Roberta and the, the dance, and that is sort of her formal introduction into society uh which is on <laughs> yes, chester's yes. motorcycle where he shows her off to uh, the to the teens driving it's and, important yeah and that's that's kind of when he says er, robot a er, i mean roberta <laughs> some quick thinking chester buddy oh chester good flex good yeah good, good 
Yeah, yeah. Roll with so it. There is so that there is that shot where he's on the bike and she's behind him and she's a full head taller than him. Mm. And it's just like it's straight on to the camera that it was just like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna get worse before it yeah. gets better. Yeah, a hundred percent. Uh and this is this is also the moment when Pierce sees her and is like, oh well. She's going to be mine now. And so it is a fun, uh, weird, like bizarro world where everybody's jealous of the boy who brought a sex robot to the school (laughs) dance. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also, I mean, obviously, she doesn't have any sort of uncanny valley, but imagine practically that it it is literally like a fucking blow up doll with a head servo in it. and, And just being like, who is that? Yeah. And just like some holes. I'll mm-hmm. say it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a round. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Listen, I'm here to have the tough conversations with you boys. <laughs> she acts like a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean animatronic. Hall of Presidents. That's what we're calling it. Honestly, the weirdest part of this scene, though, the weirdest part of this whole motorcycle like drive-by sequence is uh, that we've we've had some really big animation glitches in the last couple weeks. I, mm-hmm. I've noticed, but uh, this is one of the bigger ones uh, where Pierce appears to deliver uh, Troy's line to himself oh. and then speaks his own Wait. line. Uh, what was it? It, it? It is as if they an- they didn't animate Troy for this scene. And Troy's not <laughs> in the scene, but Troy's dialogue is coming out of Pierce's mouth as he speaks it. And then he shifts his head and then speaks with Pier- speaks <laughs> Pierce's line in Pierce's voice. Do you think he's and just doing to his own question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's but it's wild. It's oh. show is so bonkers that I didn't even catch it. Yeah, it, it, it took me, it was like a glitch in the Matrix. I had to go back and watch it again to be like, hold on a minute. Did I just see something? Oh my God. It's, it's, it's nuts. Uh, so, okay. So this, this, this dance, we get there. It's the, it's the, it's the culminating set piece. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's an incredible moment when everyone's driving up in their various cars that reflect their personalities. And, uh, Chester drives Not unlike up. the custom surfboards. Mm-hmm. In the <laughs> in, original in, episode that we in watched, double surfing, double cross, uh, double surfing, double cross, yeah, <laughs> where they they surf doubles, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Chester drives up in an anti gravity car, which is like okay, but he describes how like the valet is like, oh, you want me to park it? And he's like, no, 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 my future car self parks. And the valet takes a yeah. moment to just start worrying about how machines are going to take his job. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> going to render his job obsolete because of automation. And I think I was like, whoa, even even in the 80s, we were worried. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like 30, 40 years ago. We get introduced to this this sort of MacGuffin that Chester's carrying around with him. Pierce notices he's got like this me- mechanical doohickey and it's uh, it turns out it is his like burglar alarm for his like super sci fi lair. Um and when he, when Chester goes off to dance with his robot wife, uh, he puts this burglar alarm <laughs> on the table because, and I quote, he's worried about excessive vibrations while boogieing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, that just tells me that this is his first sex robot experience. Like, I don't, yeah, I feel like yeah. that's just some rookie <laughs> shit. Yeah, he's still living in boy kind. He's not he's still living in boy kind. <laughs> 
Hasn't graduated to mankind. Uh, this is one small step for boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this is this is like this. It's kind of one long gag sequence because you know she she dances weird. Uh, she doesn't know what eating is, etc., uh, etc. Et you know you can fi- you can almost fill in the blanks. Um, there's the the live band Jet is there, uh, and she's playing their concert, and everyone's tapping their feet along to the song with some sort of weird polyrhythm. <laughs> the weirdest dude the, yeah. the tapping the dancing in this episode is crazy oh my the, the, god they're doing the, this like irish step dancing or something oh my this, god like, strange it's just this like hurdy-gurdy like step in time nonsense yeah. like i don't know it's like they're chimney sweeps on the top of, of chimneys this is how the rich folk dance we don't know because we've never been to the rich ball. we don't know and we never will this is the only moneyed people know how to how to do this dance. Yeah, it's surreal. So th- imagine this is happening, and then at the same time, then our our sex robot Roberta shows up at the chips, and uh, and Chester's trying to show her how to eat chips, and be, she she starts to just sort of shove chips in her face, and then just sort of exhale this chip wind like Cookie Monster chip trying to eat cookies. Sound effect. <laughs> Tornado of chip crumb. Just this chip blaster sort of throwing like <laughs> chip dust into the air that's like a like a fell like fall autumn breeze of chips <laughs> through the yeah, entire it sounded school. Like it's the sound that it made was like squeezing all the air out of bagpipes and not playing it <laughs> Oh like, my god. <laughs> yeah, and they keep repeating the animation to like an absurd amount. Like, over and over and over. It is unreal. <laughs> Oh my god! It's the best. It's like an avant-garde music video. It's like, (laughs) and then you've got this that this weird rhythmic chaos dancing (laughs) and chip chip wind. (laughs) (laughs) Why? And and so in the midst of all this chaos, Pierce is like, okay, I have a good idea how I'm going to fuck with him and steal this girl. (laughs) He's going to use the burglar alarm. And uh, he picks it up and he goes, it's time to enact Operation Burglar Alarm because he can't come up with a fucking operation name. <laughs> Good one, Pierce. Yeah, creativity didn't exist in the 80s. So, yeah, he he does like a whole, you know, he he he, he causes it to go off and that gets Chester out of the dance so he can uh, he can start dancing with uh, with what's about with Roberta. Chester runs off and, you know, it, ha, got him. And they're <laughs> able to dance together. Um, and then he comes back really quickly. I don't know. There's not much else ha- that happens. Right. In between. Right. It, it doesn't really do much. Chester comes back and is like, Ugh, females. Yeah. He tries to do the cut in. He, he's like, oh, I need to be dancing with her. Not you, Pierce. This was not the deal. And uh, turns out his his excessive programming of devotion <laughs> really turns on him because now he can't cut in. <laughs> and a finger yeah. on the monkey paw tightens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and boy, these these women, right? These wily yeah, women females. that are just they females. turn on you. And okay. in that moment, an incel was born. <laughs> yes. Um. Also, uh, the other subplot that's been happening is Pierce's treachery, where he told. <laughs> Uh, what's his girlfriend? So uh, Nikki. Nikki. He's such Nikki. a scumbag. Yeah. So he told Nikki so he got aggressively sick. Aggressively terrible. 
Well, and and I kind of love it because he tells <laughs> right after he tells Nikki he's all sick and they can't go to the dance together. He gets off the phone and he does like a, a 10 second take to the camera saying it's easy when you have no conscience. <laughs> his phone receiver, by the way, stairs. he puts his phone down on a golden statue of himself. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it really reinforces visually what's happening and how much of a sociopath he is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So Nikki is, has now realized she went over to Pierce's house and talked to his butler. Oh, and his butler and just throws him right under the bus. He's like, oh, no, no, he wasn't yeah, yeah. sick. He went to the, the team. Okay, is it me or <laughs> yeah. is this yeah. butler, is it me or is this butler the one adult in the entire I think show? so. I think he's the one adult. The valet, debatable. <laughs> Probably not. But the I valet think was this like, butler is the one adult for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And with like no chill, but also I totally side with him. Like Pierce. Mm-hmm. S- fucking socks. Also, I would not, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki made soup, and she brought a crock pot over. She's, She's the nice person. A nice person. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And so she takes that crock pot. She hauls it over to the dance. And she's about ready to do some sort of like scorned country music vocalist uh, kind of activity. <laughs> she fucking called and Drogo's the soup onto him. She, yes, she does. <laughs> Ground for she, king. <laughs> but she uh she confronts him, she confronts Pierce, and is like, I thought you were super sick. Like, what's the deal with that? And he I'm paraphrasing. Uh <laughs> and his response is But but you have no idea how fantastic these new miracle drugs are. Like, I feel like that is so honest to this was written. Like, and everything was this like panacea yep. drug. Yeah. Baby. Right. Yeah. You know, speaking of 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 honest, the most relatable moment in the entire episode, I think, was Nikki uh, holding the crockpot with both hands and having to press the doorbell with her nose. Because yeah. I feel like we've all been there. Uh-huh. That was kind of a, uh, a a surprisingly relatable moment. Yeah. Uh, of, yeah. Of, of something you do. Yeah. You I mean, do. I mean, it's right after Nikki's like getting off the phone and she's trying on her like 37 different dresses that she owns. I know. She put in yeah. so much effort. Yeah. To God. show up for Pierce <laughs> and he fucking bailed. <laughs> when she eats the cauldron on, onto him, uh, <laughs> oh, she also has line. a great line. She she says, I've got a cure too. A cure for the common bozo. <laughs> it's that's good. pretty incredible that's good. Uh, yeah that's good it's pretty incredible Nikki um, good line, yes but some of that soup gets on roberta and that causes her to start going haywire and eventually dismantle live watch um, a watch a girl dismantled live <laughs> it causes her to go haywire and start dancing like everyone has been the entire day <laughs> <laughs> yeah all yeah. things considered, you'd have think Ch- you'd have thought Chester would have been more prepared for you know spills on his sex doll. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> his polyurethane sex doll. Oh, really, oh, God. Of, really couldn't take a lot of soup. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. It was programmed to resist boy soup, not soup soup. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know a oh, weird man. thing about. You know a weird thing about the soup? Speaking of soup getting onto people's face. <laughs> Tell me. Um, <laughs> what? Right, when they pan over, Whatever with this piece. Take a load off. Sit down. 
Tell me about your when soup they, troubles. <laughs> when, they, when they pan over to Pierce and they show is the, the sort of requisite uh, villain getting like goo on him, sort of like plot line from every like 80s and 90s movie. Yeah. He got slimed. Because um, they can't like kill a bad guy. So they'll just cover they him in like blue paint or slime or, you know, he's covered in this soup, which was, I guess, chicken noodle soup. And he has a fried egg on top of his head. <laughs> just mm-hmm. the one. And the yolk hasn't broken. No, yeah. <laughs> no. What? So was Nikki so bad at cooking that she decided to sort of Chuck throw egg a fried in egg in there? No, I bet that'd be really good. That I would love that head <laughs> cannon. That'd be that good. <laughs> Man, like that Korean yeah. to- soft tofu that I like. Ooh, that like that, that soft tofu good. I like because of my bad teeth. Because <laughs> of my exactly, I just gotta, I just gotta gum it, and I like it. I like. I can't have normal yeah, no, tofu. It's one... too crunchy. <laughs> crunchy, too crunchy. <laughs> so at the end here, we get uh, a really sort of confounding moment where uh, you know Chester's sad and he's been out in front of everybody that he brought a robot sex doll to the dance, and he looks really sad. And Nikki, having just been really pissed at a horrible guy, looks over and sees a sensitive crying man and doesn't really put two and two together that also he's horrible. He's also an incel. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's an established boy. Yeah. And yeah. she sort of just reinforces his behavior a little bit and is like, hey, you want to be my date for the evening? And then and then the party just keeps happening. And he's like, uh, boy, do I? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know quite how to feel. I mean, I'm sure it's not a real like, you know, now we're dating. I think she's just doing a nice gesture. But it's also like, right. I don't really want to throw a bone to Chester. No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I really no don't. Gestures for Chester. <laughs> that's oh, that's your new warm up, Aunt Amalia. <laughs> Chester's for Chester. Yeah, Chester's got enough of his own bone. <laughs> Not until he gets some chest hair. <laughs> God. When he's a man. When he's a man. He gets that man chest hair. Um, okay. That's, that's. I mean, that's our first return that's to... Whole, uh, that's the whole episode. It really that's is. That's Teens. God, it was good. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's hear from a sponsor. Hey, Austin. Yes, sir. I would love it if you could tell me all about this particular sponsor, which I think is a, a an interesting sort of alternative to uh, to the normal version, you know, for our times. Uh, can you tell me about Horny Baseball? Uh-huh. Totally. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's think about our modern times, you know? Let's think about our crazy mixed up, upside down, totally wackadoodle modern times. Everything's mm-hmm. so wild. Uh... What, what are we going to do about it? You know, what are we going to do? We got all these people that are trapped in their own homes and we got, uh, you know, and they're horny. Right. Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. all these people. And then we got uh, all these big stadiums that can't have people in them because of the covids. And but they want to play baseball. Well, uh, <laughs> what here's a here's a brilliant idea from our sponsors from this awareness campaign. Uh, take all the horny people and space them out in the different like boxes. Oh, I hear uh, they hate that. I hear they hate distance. They don't want yeah, their, they, but, they want their genitals. They want their genitals mashing. But think about think about this. Think about think about if the baseball season could continue, right? Yes, thinking. Right. And then imagine if the people in the stadium are masturbating. <laughs> 
And that way, uh, they can kind of get out for a little while. Sure, exercise. In, in the air, you know, and not sort of musk up their, their house. With wank fumes? <laughs> with, with their <laughs> well, rants well, and wank fumes? Not just, not just, not just the wank. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, you've got to be careful about broadcasting baseball. You know, you've got to be careful with your camera angles. Yeah. So you probably put them higher up. You know, you don't want to see them behind home plate and you got a couple, you know, couple everything jolly... awkwardly cuts off like at the belly button. Uh huh. But, you know, it's a lot better than these weird, uncanny valley uh, fake fans. These fake fans sitting in the, yeah. in the stands. Not you know? masturbating. Not masturbating. You could have. Some people who who need to get out for a while and also can can crank it in the open air. <laughs> and sometimes make eye contact with somebody across the stadium. And that's yeah. that's better. Yeah. You didn't get that in your own home. No. So uh thank you. Thank you yeah. for telling us all about that, Austin. Thank you for threading that needle. Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> You Escar go to the poles because that's like snails, and snails have shells, and shells are also a clam thing. And I reminded you of that Hillary joke. And these clams, these clams are excited to vote for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we're back. We're back. Thank you for thank you for still sticking around. Uh, this is our fun arc, uh, and we're doing Galaxy High also. So I'm going to tell you about episode one, which is called Welcome to Galaxy High. Uh, and I think maybe we may, I don't know. I'll read this and then we'll talk big picture. OK, so Doyle Cleverlobe and Amy Brighttower arrive at Galaxy High and are greeted by class president Milo DeVenus. Because of her yeah. exceptional grades, Amy is rewarded a scholarship and a Xeron X5000 Turbo Space Coupe de Ville, while Doyle has to take an extra job at Luigi's Pizza Parlor and gets used 37-year-old Benson Hofflinger Model 17000 skateboard. What the fuck is this summary? Needless to say, <laughs> a- Amy is having the time of her life, while Doyle is longing for life back on Earth. Boy, Doyle you know, the biggest part that I loved was how important the cars are. Um, <laughs> Dude. It's so dumb. What, who episode. wrote this fucking IMDb summary? The cars were like two <laughs> seconds of the show. What are you doing? Ugh. Anyway, is, yeah, it's like they watched. It's like they watched the first five minutes and mm-hmm. that's it. But, or they're really big car people, and that's the thing <laughs> they look out for. It's like Maybe. you know, whatever the plot was, whatever. But did you see that Xeron X five thousand Turbo Space Coupe <laughs> Deville? Maybe it was someone in the writers' room. And the only one <laughs> yeah. of their ideas that actually made it into the final <laughs> script was this. And they were like, fine, was okay, I'll just put the important part in the summary. The Benson Hofflinger Model 1 7000 skateboard. <laughs> oh, you mean someone in the writer's room? Do you mean creator uh, Harry Potter's own Chris Columbus? I yeah. do! <laughs> Director of Mrs. Doubtfire, Adventures in Babysitting, and others. Home Alone, right? Didn't he work mm-hmm. on Home, Home Alone? Alone? 
God. Yeah. Chris, Chris oh Columbus. God. Yeah, when I, saw, Chris. when I saw that name, I was like, what, is this a different Chris Columbus? No, like, it's the same well, wait. Chris. No, this is so... No, the Discover, the America one. The one, oh. yeah, the bad the bad one who yeah. just yeah, sailed. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the other bad one the who coin. made the, the, the toothless first two Harry Potter movies. Uh, God. <laughs> Not the coin purse out of a tit. <laughs> you guys, Chris Columbus made this show. There is a... This is a. This is like a, his first thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. very weird thing. I mean, I mean, on the face of it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty normal premise, right? So there's these two kids who are chosen to go to a space high school. It's like, all right, that sounds two whimsical. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why though? I don't know. Why did they choose <laughs> we, these two? It's hard also, to say. Why? Why at all? What is this sort of partnership between? <laughs> uh galaxy high and america all um, all earth yeah. all earth high schools and they picked one high school it feels very hunger gamesy i i'm not gonna lie uh, yeah it that's feels true their tributes being sent against <laughs> their will to it's also really fucked up because these two kids are supposedly chosen as the like two from earth who get to go to galaxy high they still gotta pay for it though they, got, they still gotta pay to it yeah <laughs> they can't yeah, yeah. leave and <laughs> they're yeah. yeah, being forced to pay tuition. This is like <laughs> debtor's prison or something. <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, the human history of space travel up to this point. Like, yeah. how did we how did we get to a point? What happened from where we are now in space travel to where we are at this point in an undisclosed time period? That we yeah, be is, sending two is Earth Earth still under some level of the Prime Directive because the mm. rest of the galaxy is like way ahead of? We of, can't. Of, uh, we can't mess with their development. We can take two of their teens, though. We can take two of their teens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but also there has been enough contact between Earth and other planets to have other planets be prejudiced against Earth. Yeah, like, seriously, to have they Earth, all to have hate Earth. Earth stinks. Earth stinks t-shirts like in the can ready to go for the bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, it really hates Earth is Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys. <laughs> 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 Which I've just been waiting on to say. I've been waiting for Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys my whole life. Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys. <laughs> oh my God. That's a real, a real thing. Oh Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys. There was so many. I feel like they ha- there was no continuity to the sort of like sound or feel mouth feel of the like fantasy words that were being made up. No, in this. totally, no. totally. All, they were all like that. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what's the dumbest, most fun thing we could say? Right. <laughs> uh, like later yeah. on when they play Zuggle Ball. Zuggle yeah. Ball. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, one more, one more thing that we should we should mention uh, before we dive into the the episode itself. The there are. This was animated by TMS Entertainment. So this is this basically an anime, right? So it's kind of yeah. In in overall plot, is kind of an anime. <laughs> it's like a weird high school. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 kind of bizarre. Like the the animation itself, like the the way the characters, the animations of the characters, and the way they move, it's really smooth. It reminded me of like yeah. I don't know. I, I think I've it was made like an Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like those some of the uh, yeah. Some of those Alvin and Chipmunks well, like, I, tunes. I, I've made this this comparison before, but it feels like the stuff Don Bluth would do, like for uh, mm-hmm. like for Dragon's Lair and all those other things. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> it's just really cool. It's cool looking. It's definitely made by a Japanese studio. So like like there's a moment that I remember where uh, where Doyle blushes 
and the way he blushes, I was like, oh, shit, that's anime as fuck. Uh, it was <laughs> that's anime. All right, calm down. There are three different times that he blushes, and each of those three times he blushes in a different region of his face. Nice. <laughs> he's he's versatile. Like once he blushes, like just his forehead. Once he blushes, just his like eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, do your, do your parents make you keep an anime jar that you have to put pennies in when you talk about it too much? <laughs> that's too usually much. the podcast, but we've we've kind of yeah. slacked on that. Well, you guys got to you guys got to understand. I, I I recognized that there was no uh, there was no way that that conversation was going anywhere a long time ago. I don't talk to them about anime. You guys are my outlet. Uh, you're you're who I take it all to. So uh, I don't talk to them about anime. <laughs> They're perceptive. <laughs> I will say. So I was like, I was really aware of having no like anime vocabulary at all because I was watching this, being like, this is fucking, this is bonkers. Like I don't I don't have anything. Yeah. To compare it to. Well, I mean, you know, TMS is no, they're no stranger to animating uh, North American content. You know, they do, they did, they did and maybe continue to do a bunch of like outsourced type type work. Like they animated Animaniacs, like a lot of it and that sort of thing. No shit. Uh, but it just feels like there was a, there was a, an American creative team and then a producing team entirely in Japan, which just, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of a fun product in the end i think it's it's cool to well, look yeah. it's cool to look at generally did you know who did the character designs did you oh, see that oh i saw that i did i don't yeah. know if he did all of them yeah. but he definitely did some of them at least no, some wait, of the main who, characters what? was who? john k uh the creator of ren and stimpy and if who... you say his name two more times he's gonna show up and be creepy so yeah no! he's he's notoriously a bad person um <laughs> so yeah, John K is not great, uh, but you he can't did say it again. The... You cannot say it again. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay, no, yeah, it's fine. It. It'll be the I... third time. It's like fucking Bloody Mary. I will not have this. Okay, no. well now we can't say that two more times. Damn it! I'm just really <laughs> limiting us today. Uh, yeah. So I don't. It, it's a it's a cool product. Some let's let's walk into it. The, everything everything sort of just jumps right as the kids are arriving at at Galaxy High and yeah I was gonna praise it for that 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 yeah. uh, it it's we don't get a too much of a messy preamble about getting to school it's just they're at the you know front door at the very opening mm-hmm. scene it's, it's a nice sure. yeah. time saver they let the intro explain the premise yeah the vocoder intro <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the intro is is really weird God it's a bad Doyle intro. has a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah what what is it it's uh it's it's like amy's cool and smart doyle has a lot <laughs> yeah, to learn yeah amy like is that. the sweetheart doyle has a lot to learn here at galaxy high and it's like it's just awkwardly <laughs> phrased it's like fucking what are we doing yeah, i don't know perfect uh it's 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 immediately clear that and of course you know you, you can tell from the intro it's clear that the uh that the switcheroo is happening because she amy is a nerd back at home and he's the sexy jock and when you they can tell because like, she the... drops her books like a fucking nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how you know how nerd girls drop stuff. And uh, and so <laughs> when they show up, Amy's immediately the popular one. And he is just a sack of shit and no one wants to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty primed to hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a sack of shit. So yes, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the first things he it was so awkward when and just and just patently awful. Really early on, one of the first conversations is he sort of, he asks, he, he comes up with a funny joke. He's going to mm-hmm. ask Amy out, and she clearly knows he's fucking with her. Then he puts on his best serial killer face and is and talks about how sincerely he likes her. 
She, <laughs> she comes around and then he dogs her with this plant that's eating a book. Sure. Okay, that'd be fun. Good. Then you can go out with this. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead with you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, this guy's so yeah, pretty. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty uh, intense. It's for so somebody. Guy, this guy and Pierce should be ground up into delicious dog food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it should be fed to the dog janitor. I got to give it points for it, though, because, you know, this is 1986, and I can't necessarily just assume there won't be sexism. And to just so strongly come out the gate with, oh, yeah, he's trash, and we're going to just ruin his whole <laughs> life forever on this show. Uh, it's it was a little well, cathartic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, uh, maybe they thought that it was less conventionally awful. I don't know, because... Uh, because there's sexism, sure, but it's just a really cruel way to act mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. But this is also, like, in the days, like, what what 80s, like, movie or, like, high school, you know, property, whatever, like, didn't have, like, a straight-up bully that would just, like, kick the shit out of a protagonist and, like, put them in a trash can. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. And and they do give him his comeuppance at the end in a moment that kind of works, but mm-hmm. I don't think it justifies the whole bit. It, right. No, not for him being the main character of the show. Yeah. Also. Him I and mean, Amy are, you know, split leads, but like he's he gets a lot of the screen time, most of the screen time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he sucks. Almost all of it. And he's, all, he, yeah, he does suck. He By does the suck. end, though, of him being chased around Galaxy High and, you know, not getting anything, uh, you kind of believe the moment where where Amy then takes pity on him and he's been brought low enough that he realizes he was wrong right so she and yeah. they repeat the joke you know when yeah, she yeah. fucking dogs him so hard at the end what are you doing friday night no plans how would you like a date oh with amy i thought yeah that'd be fun good then you can go out with gilda gossip <laughs> how about a kiss earth boy <laughs> but like, and the, the last episode, of, the last line of the episode, though, as he, as she's dogged him, he she walks away and he goes, "Isla, I'll get you for this, Amy." And I was like, "Oh shit, that's ominous as oh. fuck." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> Can't embarrass totally. a straight white man. <laughs> Not God. without consequences. No way. Can we talk for a second about the anthropomorphized lockers and also yeah. Jim the gym? Oh, yeah. Jim the gym. Amy, yes. has, Amy has a cuck locker and, and uh, <laughs> Doyle's, Doyle's locker's <laughs> office. Fuck. I love her locker. Their lockers are like, their lockers are, talk to them. And they're good like, cop, bad cop. serve. <laughs> yeah, they are good cop, bad cop. But, but Amy's locker is like, welcome, Amy. I'm your personal locker. I'll carry your books, help you with your homework. I'll answer your every need. It was kind of sexy. Like, he yeah. was kind of hot. Yeah, it's locker, a very that's sexual a locker. locker. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a fuckable locker. <laughs> yeah, and the you other one might match us in there any you day. Know, you don't know what kind of other lockers I've fucked. This is better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and Doyle's is like, I ain't no slave. I've been doing this for 30 years. You want to keep books inside of me? Fine. That's it. No clothes, no food, nothing but books. Yeah, this whole episode is kind of a montage, right? So, like, the basically, we're, we're getting a setup. We meet some characters. We look around Galaxy High. They meet the president, the, the student council president, uh, Milo DeVenis, 
who is another a another anime. Yeah, it really is. Very anime student, council student president. Council president. Oh man, Seto Kaicho. Uh, so we we. <laughs> sorry, that's just. That if there, if I slipped had a, out, it just slipped it, out. It, it slipped my, out. Anime. I, my anime, I just fell out. Of it. So if if uh, so he my is kind of a bap. he's kind of a nerd <laughs> that has six arms, and that's kind of fun. But he's showing them around school, and that's kind of their excuse to just sort of move us from gag to gag. Their meeting was actually, I thought, quite charming. Uh, he I greets them him. at the door, and he's he's a six armed alien. And uh, he's like, I thought you Earth people shook hands when you met somebody. We do, but, uh, well, we don't really know which hand to shake. All of them. All of them, yeah. You guys are the experts at this. Yeah. This is your th- <laughs> Yeah. But I'll it was wait. fun seeing right away that reversal is really clear where these two are the jabronis who yeah. kind of clam up. They totally clam up the handshake and both look like a couple dorks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, really nice. Uh, you know, it is fun to see uh, a high school that is so like completely demolished of of typical archetypes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you kind of just don't know what to expect. You know, I mean, you really, the, don't. all everything is everything is out the door, and yeah. so that is a and fun kind of Amy meets slate. the when Amy meets the girl gang. I w- it mm. definitely hearkened to a little bit of uh. A little bit of uh, the Pink Ladies from Greece and a little bit of uh, Crybaby. Yeah. Like, they're oh, definitely the hatchet-based character. Yeah, I <laughs> guess the, they're, they're, the fact that we don't know what to expect is played both ways. It's played good and bad because the good allows us to have a lot of fun this episode. The bad is that they just kind of throw, like, zoop-zoops and morp-morps at us and expect us to kind of smile yeah. and clap our hands like a little baby. Like, oh, fun alien. And like that kind of that well runs dry quickly. Like my enthusiasm for, oh, isn't it fun that the the lady getting her eyes done has like twelve eyes and she keeps shuffling the eye over to meet the girl with the with the eyeliner or whatever. Yo, mascara. speak it's for like, yourself. That's kind of fun, I love like, that PE teacher that was a butch centaur. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Butch centaur is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, centaur aerobics teacher. Yeah. Oh my god. The fucking yes. living, the living chalkboard that is like a schoolhouse rock character. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess my, my only real point on it was that they, they, there's only, there's only so many times they can throw a new thing at me and expect me to just sort of like, as if it's the first time, like love a new funny, like, oh, that's a quaint what little about fun the, concept. What about the late, yeah. what about the gossip girl with five mouths who can't stop talking about Billy Big Dipper? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Big Dipper. And is, uh. Is the voice of uh, Bart Simpson. Yeah. Oh, it's Kurt. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I'm Gil the Gossip, and I can tell you any secret you want to know. Billy Big Dipper says he's from Venus, but he's really from Saturn. And Clarence Comet is flunking algebra. And, and I, I don't know. I love I love so much of that. The the Butch Centaur lady, Centaur gym teacher, who we, I mean, Amalia mentioned this, gym. but is in the gym. So they're like, they're looking for the gymnasium. He's like, where's the but gym? And the gym walks up, and it's a sentient giant building named Jim. <laughs> Named Jim. Jim the Jim. That, that I one love got me. that gag. That one fucking yeah. got me. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, and they kept doing it. Like it was it was kind of in the same vein as the talking lockers. And then mm-hmm. there was Jim the Jim. And then there was the chalkboard teacher, schoolhouse mm-hmm. rock guy. Like, but it just it kept it didn't that that well did not run dry for me. Interesting. Uh-huh. There's an interesting line that happens. So once they get into the centaur aerobics class inside of Jim, 
um, is when the real kind of reversal happens for uh, our boy for Doyle. Doyle. And uh, so he comes in, he sees all it's the women's aerobics class. And so he starts putting out his swagger and he's like, yeah, hey, what's up? Check out this piece of fuckable beef. And all of the all of these girls in the class turn around and dash towards Amy instead. Yeah. And he's like, yo, what gives? And somebody explains to him. Milo like, does. The male population here outnumbers the females three to one. They're nothing special, but she is. You're not special in any way. <laughs> You're not special. And they're just excited to have a new female friend. Like, yeah, that seems I really cool. I love so much the attitude with which Milo explains that. Like, he, uh-huh. like, yeah. he is so, he's so genuinely nice and just gets it. And he's like, yeah, no, you're you're not hot shit. You're, you're not. nothing here. <laughs> like, he's only yeah. here because this is his last chance to graduate. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. So this this takes a turn into kind of like what I felt like maybe over the line public shaming. Because when they find out, like, oh, yeah, it's almost like a game show. And they show up at Homeroom and Mrs. McBrain is there. And uh, and yeah. it, it's like, it's like, hey, uh, Amy, you are super smart and you're great. So you get a full scholarship and a brand new car. And then they move <laughs> over to Doyle. And it's like, Doyle, you're awful. You have horrible grades. Whole class laughs. Isn't his, gra- yeah. aren't his grades bad? Whole class laughs. Yeah, you yeah, get a yeah. stupid skateboard. Also, you have to once have a they job, sort of, you stupid idiot. Once they code <laughs> so, yeah. him as poor, yeah, it becomes real weird. Yeah, it's let's really out weird. him as, as being in work study. <laughs> God, it just, it, it made, it, that was like the moment where I was like, oh, oh no. I mean, he's, ter- yeah, he's terrible, cringy. but oh. <laughs> I think they were just trying to give him junk prizes, but it played really poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so he like runs off and has kind of a big white guy freak out by himself. And uh, but we just found out he's poor and has to work as the janitor and only and take a skateboard to and from work in space. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's been publicly you know, shamed he's in his, about he's it. He's in his last chance school that has you know no tolerance for him. Yeah, uh, I think we can. I think in this moment we can give Doyle you know a reason. Like this is a real crisis. And not, it is a real yeah. crisis. It is not a real sad white boy cry. Yeah, he can't leave. He can't leave apparently yeah. because because he's in, there, it's, he's in debtor's prison. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, in debtor because apparently in, in the world of this show, like you have to graduate high school. I guess that's the only option. You're yeah. trapped in in space limbo because you, otherwise you wouldn't graduate high school. And, right? You know, why wouldn't you want to do that? Uh, yeah. The only so, acronym the teens at Galaxy High don't know is GED. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> No, don't be upset. I'm, don't be don't be I'm shy about that go. joke, Amalia. Just, that was I'm, incredible. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just so, gonna go. Ugh. So we have to talk about the the sort of parallel uh like experiences that these two are having because uh Doyle has like he he basically spends a whole deal like running from a dog, like a terrifying dog, and then getting bullied and then getting turned into fries. So, yeah. like, he's got this whole thing, which that we're going to talk about in a second. And, and meantime, Amy is off just getting makeovers and having a fun time. She went style shopping. Not not 100% having a fun time because she did. She does also get chained, <laughs> oh chained by the creep. The creep from the planet Sarubik. <laughs> the creep. It is funny because <laughs> why do you think we call him the creep? 
He's a fucking know, because, creep. Because he padlocks himself to any girl who gives him attention. Ha ha ha. It has the he has the best line of the whole fucking episode because when she realizes what's he's going like on, a, he's like a eyebrow waggle character. Yeah, yeah. When he realizes when she realizes what's going on, uh, she says, "Oh come on, unlock this thing." No, if I were to do that, uh, we wouldn't uh, not we wouldn't be together for twenty four hours a day. Which and his delivery is so funny. Yeah, what a creep! <laughs> Such a creep. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Like I sort of, I, 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 I hate to say that I sort of love a blatant creep. Like mm. I love a blatant creep a lot more than I love like a covert, a covert creep that thinks yeah. he's getting away with it. And the show, uh-huh. the show isn't treating him with any kind of dignity. Right, he knows what he is. Yeah. he looks like a little. He looks like a little fart with wings. Like, he looks like a little cartoon <laughs> fart with wings. He's like a little brown-yellow cloud. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. Uh, and so, yeah, that's her That's her one and only setback. So let's talk about Doyle's horrible day, his no good, bad day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Terrible, horrible. He runs into a, a what looks like a cute little dog, and that dog turns out to be a very buff dog, that, a shape-shifting <laughs> janitor. Uh, who is Yeah, like a... Named a nightmare monster dog Cheshire cat. He's kind of like uh, kind of like kind of like Peter from uh, from Earthworm Jim, the like nice dog that turns into the horrifying demon. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I, I not not much entertaining happens. He just kind of gets chased through the whole school mm-hmm. when this happens. Um, and as soon as he's through with that, uh, the, the dog displays that he's a bad janitor and busts a water main. <laughs> uh, but they wind up in. Uh, the cafeteria where he then draws the ire of bonk beef bonk and the bonk <laughs> beef bonk <laughs> and the bonk boys <laughs> who, who throws him into boy. the fry machine um because oh he hates earth he hates earth so much he yeah humans mistakes. suck humans are terrible and i'm gonna turn him into fries and so now he's a little ball of french fries and the student council <laughs> with president eyes. yeah he's fries with eyes i also just love the idea that it's not just that they like slice and fry what goes into the potato machine it's that it transmutes him into fries like this is some weird space cooking oh yeah and so he has to take him to professor eisenstein who has maybe the weirdest fake German accent I've ever heard. Ach, Milo, French fries, my favorite. <laughs> How good from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it it's, German? It's very bizarre. It's space German. There's there's German in space. There's also Italy in space, because when we have the yes, scene where Luigi. he's at the pizza place that he has to work, mm-hmm. there's like the shitty Italian accent, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not good. I mean, I got to... Yeah, uh, Professor Eisenstein. Yeah, my only props I can give here is that after like a couple tries of turning him into various different aliens, Professor Eisenstein succeeds and he comes out of the machine like a little soccer ball with the, with all the right Doyle colors. And then he like he's unravels and flings up into the air and he's Doyle and he's fine. He like metroided himself Did into a ball. Did you guys have popples when you were kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> he's a popple. But it was a fun bit of animation. I really liked it. It made me smile. It it kind of has a uh, a like sword in the stone like Merlin mm-hmm. kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then uh, let's see. So so we have our our mall montage then with uh, Amy. No, uh, sorry, Amy. Yeah, yeah, Amy. Yeah, we have our mall Where montage. Amy goes with style Amy. shopping with all the popular <laughs> yes. girls. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and get and she... smoking hot while the creep is chained to her neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that hairstylist who like is like cutting her hair and then stops and thinks in second and then just like snips the chain that holds the creeper to her and he's like fuck and okay. runs away. Yeah, Honestly, she's a real though, one. <laughs> who among us has not had a haircut from a hairstylist that like snips the proverbial chain between you of, and your and your boyfriend of a relationship <laughs> that needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely yes like uh, that it, that was you know it was symbolic i found myself kind of uh being like oh the implications here where there is a machine that she goes through and is being run by a nice lady where they can just kind of change their skin color <laughs> they can yeah. just do whatever color uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i was i was really nervous during uh-huh. this scene <laughs> Uh-huh. The whole time when you see Amy is on this conveyor belt, like all the other customers are in front and choosing what color they want to be, their skin will be. And then you see Amy coming down. I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know <laughs> oh, what's going to happen. Don't say black. Here's a don't moment. say black. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for the love of God, I'll, I'll end this podcast right now. It could have been so gross, but she chooses blue, which still she leaves the open blue. question of, great. like, you know, uh, like how... Like did did they did they mean to sort of ring that bell and make us think that or was this like like are we are, I mean it's 1986 like I don't know I, I think, don't know uh, I just don't understand how you can, this... how you can write something like that and not expect people watching to sort of like go to that place mentally <sighs> yeah this seemed you know? like a reference totally. to uh like in the Wizard of Oz. When she's in Oz and they're like doing all the like clip clip here, clip clip there, and she does the like like can you even dye my eyes to match my gown? And they're like, uh huh. <laughs> so she there's lots of like body mod stuff yeah. in that scene that they're alluding yeah, to. Yeah, it's very <laughs> cyberpunk. Yeah, so I'm cyberpunk. Galaxy high, cyberpunk as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah so so it all com- culminates they end up at the same place because uh she goes to the pizza place where doyle is working he's waiting tables his boss hates him because he doesn't have six arms and doesn't have the productivity of a boy with six arms like the president does <laughs> and uh when he goes to wait I amy's table milo. i know milo's yeah, amazing a good boy when she he's goes when boy. he when he goes to wait amy's table uh <laughs> I think she also, when she was getting her makeover, I think they pressed the Karen button, too, because he gives her pizza and she's like, we asked for extra cheese. Take it back. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, she's she's transforming. She's turning into the jerk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, But what so what what was it that sparks the Zaggle Ball showdown? Because uh, something happens with these. Does he there's run a, into? There's a dance. There's like th- there's like music playing at the pizza parlor, and he goes over and oh, tries to yeah. dance with Amy because he's now decided that in his oh, lowness, yeah. he's like, oh, well, now she's a sexy blue lady, and I definitely want that now. And he tries to dance she's with her. She's the popular one. I gotta see if I can leech some popularity <laughs> out of her. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And and a little so that's Dickensian urchin. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. and so so uh, even though. Beef Bonk hates humans and Earth. He did apparently really want to dance with Amy, and that <laughs> is why they fight. Yeah. Uh, so the the fun the fun thing is that apparently all all disputes in space are settled with Zoggle Ball. Zoggle Ball, <laughs> which is just like hockey, but with dun, a dun, living. I love their attitude towards it because apparently, like cheating is kind of uh, like it's kind of encouraged. 
And when <laughs> when like blatant cheating happens, like Milo looks over and is like, "That's Zoggle Ball." Like like with the en- guess. With, with the energy of like it's <laughs> that's it's Chinatown. <laughs> that's Zoggle Ball. All's fair in love and Zoggle Ball. <laughs> I think the person having the most fun in Zoggle Ball is the Zoggle though, because this dude wants the to get Zuggle? punished. Oh my god. The yes. Zuggle's like, you know you want to. Hit me. Come on, hit me. Just fucking hit me. You know you want it. Just slap like- me around like a little like a little wet bag. <laughs> come on, hit me. Come on. Oh, hit me. You know you want to hit me. Come on. Come on. Yeah, the Zuggle. The Zuggle relishes being a zuggle make me your zuggle yeah i just want to i want to be your dirty little zuggle. i just got i'm a zuggle and i just got a zug <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah it's really weird um i guess so doyle wins and so now people have to take him seriously yeah they love him now and now I guess they kind of love him, but he said, oh, I still face hardships, I guess. I'm like, sure, you guys, okay. I ship, okay. I yeah. ship the Zuggle and the Creep. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. They would be cute together. They would. Sorry, um, it took me a second to have so, that thought, but it was important. <laughs> uh, so at this point, this is when... Um, this is when Doyle gets, gets negged back uh, by... <laughs> By oh, Amy. You got hit with the neg back. That's a pro play. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a pro play. Like it is it is fun yeah, um, for her to, to turn that back on him. Um even after all he's been through. But yeah, I mean, and then he's yeah, and then like we said, he's left with that like, I'll get you, Amy. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. Get, I'll get you. I could have I could have done without that, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we hit credits, and that's that's fucking Galaxy That's High. That's episode one of Galaxy High. Did you notice that by the end, her blue skin had faded out? Oh, uh, just like, uh, you know, just like look, a, she was, yeah. get that cheap hair dye, and mm-hmm. it's just like gone immediately. Or like a perm. Yeah, but she still had her like blue sexy space suit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right. That's I what needed, it's all about. I needed something to, I needed something to focus on that wasn't his like thinly veiled <laughs> threat of violence because of her rebut. Uh-huh, <laughs> rebuff, uh-huh. rebuff is what I mean. Re- rebuffle? <laughs> rebuffle. Everybody, I I've I've had I've had every clam in the house. I'm full to the top of clam from from these two shows. <laughs> these clams from these shows I'm full all the way all to the, the top. Way no, oh my gosh, you know. I have so much bivalve knowledge that I did not drop in this episode. Yeah? Well, you, you want this is your time. This is the last this is your, this is your last this, opportunity. This is not her time. This is, I was talking about the clams. <laughs> <laughs> no, the gentleman I, I think did I gotta, not yield. I got to I got to take I got to take this with me. I think I got to yeah. leave it for the next clam bake. Start your own valve podcast, Amalia. I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god it's okay Fuck. I don't know that you guys would have really dug it anyway uh, <laughs> so, y'all look did oh, we make brother. a mistake <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, look look everybody did we make a mistake choosing to watch Beverly Hills Teens and, and Galaxy High for no. a new arc is this no. a mistake no this, no. Is, okay. this is the sort of like 
you know, true disgusting flavor that the kid from Food Wars is constantly trying to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> this is just two terrible this things. Is, this is ugly just, delicious. An astounding is. combination. I was actually I was I was nervous because I, I've never seen Galaxy High and I was like the one trying to put it into this arc. And I, I was fully ready with a couple alternatives if we hated it so bad that we needed to replace it next week. But I really want to But I don't more. think any show with Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys <laughs> is, is going to be disappointing. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, this is this is the this is the current state of things. We're doing this for a little bit. And uh, Amalia, I'm so glad that you were here to 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 sort of hit the champagne on the side of this boat, this clam boat. Yeah. Oh Thank you so you much. Guys, I no, Honestly, I had a blast watching both oh, of these shows. Yeah. Like Beverly Hills Teens, we know is lovable trash, but like Galaxy High Fox. It's so fun. <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. Yeah, now the other episodes like aren't written lot. by Chris Columbus, so we will see how they hold up. Right, Might exactly. be a sharp downturn. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have to find out next Tuesday. Nailed it. I fucking nailed that, that dismount, in which you guys. We'll see. In which we'll see. In, in which we'll see, see you on that, on that there's date. A next, there's a Tuesday next, and we... Next Tuesday, we'll... I'm going to stop recording. See you <laughs> next Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you.